What's up, guys? My name is Christian Dre, and welcome to my first podcast featuring entrepreneur, real estate guru in South California, Brian Casilla. This man went from, and I quote, broke to a millionaire while making a whopping $120,000 in his first year in real estate. My hope is definitely to be surpassing that as soon as I get licensed in the state of Texas. Um, it may be different for you if you're in a different state, but keep on that grind and uh, don't stop what you're doing. So, yeah. I apologize for some of my questions that may be shaky or you're a little confused. I was nervous during this process because Brian Casella is amazing. been binge-watching him day in, day out for weeks straight. Um, definitely thankful. What's up, man? Are you on? Yes, sir. What's up? What's up, bro? Is it just, uh, just an audio recording? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. How you been, man? You staying sanitized? You're all good? <laughs> of course, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Hey, man, I appreciate you just letting me take the time to interview you, ask you a couple questions. Um, you're in South California, yeah? Yeah, Southern California. Nice. Um, for sure. Okay, let me... Sorry, I'm going to grab my questions real quick. Yeah, man, take your time. No problem. And uh, yeah, I know you don't really know me that much, uh, but I, besides like Instagram and YouTube live, but yeah, I'm, I'm Christian Dre. I'm from Katy, Texas, uh, 21 years old, and I'm currently halfway through my real estate pre-licensing classes. I actually took my third test out of six today and got an 80 on that. Um, so yeah, I'm officially halfway. Um, I'm a leasing and marketing director at the domain at Northgate and College Station, um, which is where I currently live. So it's a little bit about me. I know you said you had a couple, couple of buddies in Katy, yeah, in the Katy area. Yeah, one of our old um, family friends. They moved out from uh, Southern California and they moved to Katy a long time ago. So I've gone there a few times actually. Yeah, that's crazy. Where, where about in Katy? Just like Sinker Ranch. Oh man, I can't remember specifically. Yeah. I have to ask him. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, got you. Um, yeah, definitely can't wait to tell my mom about this. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, I told her a little bit about you. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I gave her your email, so don't worry about that. <laughs> um, she's actually in the market of buying the house. Um, I said, I knew you were trying to expand your team to Texas. Is, have you done that or you still in the process? Uh, no, I mean, I know uh, and I have a lot of friends that sell out, you know, in Houston and Katy, but I don't have an uh, yeah. official team out in Texas yet. That's uh, one of the next markets that I'm going to get into. I'm probably going to start in Houston and then maybe get some people in like Austin and Dallas. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, okay, so I have a couple questions um, that pertains to real estate and a couple off topic ones just to kind of keep you on your toes and not so much real estate, if you don't mind um sure so basically like what's your what's your story like i know you've put out that video like broke to a millionaire and uh that was that was definitely a hit i mean i feel like there's got to be some type of past that you were just like i gotta i gotta get out of this because I, I want better for myself and that's what you deserve you like what's your 
what's your path or what's your story? Yeah, man. Um, you know, I originally wanted to be an NBA player when I was a kid and I grew up playing ball from age, uh, probably 10 or 11 on. And that's what I dedicated my life to bro. So I played in college. I played in high school, right? I ended up playing professionally, right? To make a long story short, but due to injury, uh, fractured my left ankle twice. And on the second time that I heard it, actually almost completely severed one of the tendons in my ankle. So Oh, damn. Um, yeah, yeah, I stopped playing. And, you know, I was young. I stopped playing when I was, you know, 24 going on to 25. And that's the peak, you know, next five, 10 years for an athlete. And I got the rug ripped out from under me. So mm -hmm. I ended up going back, uh, spending some time with my uncle in South America. I lived with him for, you know, six months or a year. And then I said, okay, I got to get back to the States now and, and do something else. So you know, I come back and for six months or a year, I'm kind of lost because I dedicated so much of my time and focus and attention on basketball. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew mm -hmm. I didn't want to have a regular job, but, uh, you know, at that age and not really having experienced anything else outside of sports, it was kind of difficult for me to face that reality. And I kind of felt lost. Um, I stumbled across real estate not too long after that because I don't know, you know, maybe my mind was right. You know, I, I had been, you know, shadowing some of my friends who had their own businesses. Like I had a friend who was doing mobile detailing and washing cars. I had another friend who sold, um, you know, jewelry and clothes. So I was basically hanging around and working for free for a couple of days with some of my friends who had other businesses. And I just, I didn't like any of that stuff. And mm -hmm. I kind of, you know, learned a little bit about real estate and went into the offices. I said, you know what? I have no connection with this industry I have no advantages. I don't know anybody. You know, I've never done sales. Hell, I don't even own a suit. But based on what I'm looking at and what the broker's telling me, this is something that can be learned and it doesn't really matter what your past is. And once I kind of connected those dots, I just said, you know what, I'm going all in with real estate because I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've kind of have built in my character with sports, I can directly apply to real estate and have a lot of success, man. And that mm -hmm. I got into real estate and within a year or two, I was already doing well. I just think that I, I approached it with the right frame of mind and state of mind. And yeah. you know, shortly after I started, you know, recording what I was doing and putting it on social media, and then that kind of exploded on its own. But that came secondary to all the work and dedication to first and foremost, you know, real estate. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Like, it's, I really connect on the aspect of you saying like, um, like besides your past, like your main focus was real estate, like exactly what I'm trying to do. Um, like when I was two, I saw my biological dad, like abuse my mother, like right in front of my face um, and been through four divorces. I mean, I, my mom is barely in, in my life right now as far as like just giving me um, like uh, like praise, which I don't really need, but it. it it's nice to always have, especially coming from a family member. Right. Um, and I watched your other video about like your family members, you know, you're, you're, you're going to like family gatherings um, and they always say like things to put you down. And that's the same thing that happens to me. Like I would go to dinner, just trying to block out all that good stuff. But the, again and again, like, they're just like, Oh man, he's still on your health insurance. Like to my mom. And I'm just like, I'm 21 years. Old. I was like, dude, I, I pay my own rent. Um, I pay my car insurance. I pay all that stuff besides that. So like, and then they're still like, 
okay, that's that's bad. But like their low lives, like they rent a house. They've been doing that all their lives, and like they want to talk trash to like a twenty year old. So it sucks. And like I want to put them in their place and like say so much stuff that I know that will tear them down. But like in the back of my mind, like I know what's right, what what's right and what's wrong. So I definitely don't want to do that. But it's just like it irks me just to it aches me just to hold back from that and just not say anything. So I can definitely relate to that. And just, I found real estate cause my mom's friend actually just started posting pictures about, um, you know, under contract and all that stuff. I was like, what is she doing? And I was just like, Oh crap. Like that's real estate. She like told me all the, uh, all the required courses for the pre-licensing class. And I was like, I'm going to do it. So I saved like all my pennies and I purchased my courses and, this this it's either this or nothing i'm 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 dead on to this this has got to be it and i'm gonna make it to where i'm successful and that's why i've been watching you i've been watching uh, mike fairy videos and been watching rmg um all that stuff so i can pull from you guys and just implement it and what i do um and i'm in leasing right now so i'm definitely trying to use that background and just keep going so definitely can appreciate somebody who's been through the same thing if not more so for sure. Definitely. Um, another thing that kind of ties into that is like your confidence. Uh, I know you put it, put out that video of like how to be confident and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't get the chance to watch that. How do you like stay in the right mindset? I have like bad anxiety. Um, so like, I just feel attacked by anybody, anybody who like says something negative or opposite of what I'm trying to say. So I just like freak out and I just, get so defensive to where I don't want to listen to anybody. Um, so what would you recommend that I just do, whether it's count to 10 or something that'll help just so it can't affect my relationship and my relationship with family members and stuff like that. So I don't push them away. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot I can talk about with this topic, man, you know, like on the job, it's really about, um, you know, I think the confidence is earned through time on the job you know, uh, being scared of making calls, being out there and not knowing what you're doing. Like I experienced a lot when I was new. So on the job, I think, you know, as you learn and make mistakes and do things right, but then a little bit wrong and then do things completely wrong. And then you find out that you did it wrong. And then you have to kind of go back and fix your mistakes. I think that's just a part of the process of earning confidence on the job, mm -hmm. because I see so many people like contact me and they're like, man, I'm going to get my real estate license. I'm still scared. I'm like, dude, it's normal. Anytime you do something new, of course, you're going to be scared because there's a big question mark around how it's going to go. And then your yeah. mind plays that movie. Um, so that I just tell people, look, the less you put in your head, the better it's going to be because you're going to make mistakes. I mean, everybody does. I made, I don't know how many my first year, probably a hundred, if not more. Uh, and those are just the ones that I caught. <laughs> Who knows how many I didn't catch mm -hmm. in regards to like, uh, the other stuff you're talking about, man. Um, you know, when it comes to family and stuff, it, it's really everybody's going to draw the line at a different place. Uh, you know, when it when it comes to speaking up, like I made a decision based on what I've learned. And it was this just because somebody is family or blood related to you doesn't mean that they automatically earn a position in your life and speak mm -hmm. in your mind. And I think that's where people mess up. They say, well, this person's my blood. Well, that doesn't excuse, you know, uh, malicious behavior and vindictive behavior because what gave you the past just because we're related that, that 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 doesn't change anything besides the fact that maybe they're more comfortable to be a little bit you know more aggressive with you because they they know in the back of the mind hey this is family so he's not going to do anything 
So yeah. I drew that line right away and said, look, either you're with me or you're not. You know, I've been dealing with this my whole life. I know no one else will tell you anything, but when I'm around, I'm going to ask that you guys don't speak in that way. Because when you said blank, like when you said, oh, you're still on, on his mom's insurance, I take that as disrespect. So you yeah. may think that, and that might be uh, uh, not important to you, but I ask that when I'm around, you don't speak that way. And if you don't want to stop that, then I'm just not going to come around anymore, right? That's kind of extreme to some people because they think that, well, you know, you're just kind of pushing everybody away. You're not. You're just saying, hey, here's the line. Don't cross it, right? Just like I would show that same respect for them. If they ask mm -hmm. me not to say something when, I, when they're around, I can do it. I can make the choice. Am I going to do it or not? If I don't and they say they don't want to be around, I can't be mad, you know? So I think yeah. personal code and their, you know, ethics and kind of where they want to draw that line because, and this is the last thing I'll, I'll say, dude, then I'll give it to you. Every once in a while, like a lion has to show its teeth. You know, a lion doesn't walk around all day roaring and, and flexing on everybody. He just chills and does his thing. And then when something provokes him or when something's flirting with the edge of that line, he'll show his teeth. And then if he has to, he'll roar and attack. So I tell people, that's how I am. 99% of the time, I'm chill and I'm the coolest person until... I tell you, hey, here's the line, don't cross it. And you want to, you know, step on that line and cross it. Then we're going to have a problem. Yeah. So I think if people yeah. did that more, then other people would understand that dynamic and we would live better lives because everybody would respect each other. But right now, those lines are blurred and everybody wants to run their mouth, especially if it's family. And I just, I don't think that's right. Yeah. And I noticed that like the second you started that live video, like, I don't know, like three days ago. This dude was like, what's up with your hair? When's the last time you got a haircut? I was like, dude, what do you, like, I just didn't really say anything. I was just like, to myself, I was like, this is exactly like why the world today is the way it is. Just because like, they are no lies. Basically, they're just sitting at home, just waiting for somebody to make fun of or somebody they can doubt. And while well, they're just doing nothing. Yeah. It's just it's sad. crazy. It's that sad. Or instead of like, listening, instead of listening, they're just commenting on random stuff. Like you can find that on any YouTube video. Like some guy will be talking about how to, I don't know, how to build a house. And then the whole time, hey, how come the grass is a little bit greener on that side than the other side? Hey, how come that hammer that you use is a little bit bigger than an average hammer? Like they make these weird observations instead of paying attention. Yeah, definitely. Uh, sneakers or cars, man. I, I know you got a cool car collection. You got the uh, Porsche. Uh, and the um, what's the other one? Oh, the Lambo, obviously the Huracan. I don't know, man. Um, I really, uh, as I've made more money and become more successful, those <laughs> things matter less and less to me. But if I had a pick, I'm probably going to pick cars. But my taste and selection of what I want is very small. Like I had the Lambo for a couple of years. I sold it because uh, that was just a goal, right? I didn't like want to keep it forever got the porsche the same thing i'll probably have it for like a year or two and then i'll sell it um and then i have the supra which is in the shop right now but that one i'm gonna sell. i want to buy some skylines right uh some old skylines i'll probably keep that but other than that man anything else would just be like icing on the cake because like r32 and 34 and a supra are really the only cars i'm i want to have in my garage to drive whenever yeah. i want you know so that, that would be, I would tell you and anybody else, once you make a certain amount of money, and you don't even have to be like a gazillionaire, but once you make a certain amount of money, you realize that this is all just a game and it's not that serious, man. Like you'll have that financial security of being okay and like having everything paid and you'll have some extra money to play around and buy what you want, but it's not that serious, you know? So you stop 
viewing the world through those eyes of everything being material and money and you kind of yeah. grow out of it, you know, and I did very quickly because, you know, mm -hmm. the way I've built things like my income just shot up like really quickly over the last couple of years. But, you know, if anything, it just gives you freedom and then you can kind of do what you want. But it's just it's not that serious. So I think once somebody buys a certain amount of cars or sneakers, it just you kind of start putting your attention towards other things and you realize, hey, there's more to this than just a, a dollar amount, you know? Yeah. Definitely, that's crazy. But I swear, you just open my eyes way like bigger, like every single time I hear you speak or watch a YouTube video. It's, that's pretty cool. Just uh, oh yeah, man. No, like you have that effect on somebody. Like that's that's what I want. Like I want to just perfect my craft. That way, people look up to me and I can help them for free. Like all, the, all these other dudes, like they have ads and like, hey, let me help you. I made a million. Like, dude, I'm not gonna pay for your like mentorship or anything like that. Like I just want to be successful from somebody who really wants that and somebody else. So, right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, on the cars, the Supra is pretty sick. I grew up on fast and the furious. So Supra, old school Supra is what I would definitely want. It'd be cool. Oh yeah. Um, I know you talked about finance books. Um, Robert green, I got that on the way. Um, but what would you recommend as far as like, financial i watched the videos on like um you know 55 percent and then 10 percent in savings um and i have that list somewhere over here but i watched that video i want to i want to start reading a book like in the morning when i wake up before work you know if there's going to be one book i'd recommend in regards to finances it would probably be the secrets of the millionaire mind by t harv ecker that book um, really boils down the errors that we have in thinking about money gives you the right way to think about money. And then within that book, it gives you a, a very easy, applicable uh, financial management system. So you can start tracking all your money, you know, uh, spending accordingly and being responsible. And I think that book alone can change somebody's life if they read it and they apply it because that was really the, the uh, fork in the road for me. I was just a disaster financially before that. I had never been taught the right principles about money. I made a good amount of money in basketball, but I spent it all like a dummy and I wasn't really saving money or, or budgeting. So when, once I started making money in real estate, after my first couple of checks, I was like, man, like I'm making really good money, but like, where the fuck is my money going? Like I, have no idea. <laughs> I picked up that book, man. Um, it just, it changed everything because then I started looking yeah. at money differently and I started knowing what was coming in and what was going out. And then I, that's when I really became well, with my business yeah. but also with my personal discipline and practices around you know the subject of money so that for sure i think is a book that they should even be giving to everybody in school yeah the yeah what's this i have listened to this one podcast you, you were just like um whenever you feel like you need something that's that's not you like that's just your thoughts like telling you that you need something and then that's when you go and spend it and that, i feel like that's what i've been doing like for a long time just like listening to those evil thoughts is making me spend more and more money on stuff that I don't actually want or need. Yeah. And even just waiting saying, Hey, you know what? I want this. I'm going to see if tomorrow I still want it. And if you want it tomorrow, maybe, but a lot of people are just mm -hmm. making purchases hundred percent on impulse and that's where they mess up. Yeah. How many tattoos do you have? Are you lost count? <laughs> um, I would say I'm now probably somewhere. If we're going to count individually, probably somewhere in the forties, man, I have a lot. Yeah, I only have five. I'm trying to get to that point later on. Um, what was your or what is your favorite part about real estate? Basically, is it like 
building the rapport part, competition, commission. I would say my favorite part about real estate is probably the negotiations. You know, I think uh, yeah. that's where you can really shine and separate yourself. And I feel like that's where if anybody's going to ever make an argument like for commissions, because, you know, a lot of people trash on real estate commissions and say, oh, we're overpaid or, you know, it should yeah. be cheaper. Well, that just that area alone, among many others, I think I can make a very valid, solid argument against anybody that I'm worth every penny and more because of how I can negotiate and save people money and get them more stuff. So that to me is the best part, you know, cause that's where, you know, you can really make a deal that much better and really serve your client at the highest levels. If you really know how to negotiate. Yeah. That's true. Uh, looking back at your past, who or what was like, or what are you most thankful for, for that person? Um, I would say, man, if I can go back, there's so many people I can be thankful to, but probably I would say if I can highlight anybody on this episode, it would be my first broker, David, and my first, uh, he was kind of the, the vice president of the company at Century 21, Nelson. Uh, those two guys really took me in with open arms and I had a lot of questions and they always answered and whenever I could, you know, they would uh, sneak me in to go on an appointment with them or spend some time with them. So even though that was rare, because obviously they were still selling um, I'm really appreciative for it because it helped me a lot and it gave me a lot of hope when other people around me and everyone around me was so against me doing real estate. So I would mm-hmm. give them a shout out and say uh, they, they really were instrumental in my development for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I've been talking to Century 21 deal down here in College Station. Um, and I watched that one video on like how they can tell you a lot of things that they're going to give you mentorship and everything. How do you know that they're going to solidify like what they say basically? Cause they've been telling me like, Oh, we're going to give you a mentor. We're going to um, hold your hand through every single process. I'm like, I don't really want somebody to hold my hand. Yeah, I do. As far as like the steps in a transaction, but I want to go on my own whenever I get the hang of it. Yeah, I mean, as far as getting 100% stone cold confirmation, man, there really is no way. Um, I would say the best kind of evaluation that you can make is by going to the office a couple times throughout the week and then just seeing how they operate. Is what they say they're doing? Do you see it happening? And if not, then they're probably lying to you. Um, I went to this office a lot. People were always moving and shaking. All the top people were always there. So what they told me they were doing, they were doing. So that decision was a little bit easier for me. Yeah, they just called me the other day saying that um, if I need anything, just let me know. I was just like, okay, do you guys have any trainings I can go to? And they were just like, yeah, let me get uh, our receptionist to give you a time and date. Never got back to me. So I guess that kind of gives me a little bit of that confirmation. Yep, there you go. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite show? Do you watch any Netflix, Hulu, anything like that? I don't watch any shows, bro. I wouldn't be able to give you a favorite show. Probably uh, my my channel, my YouTube channel. <laughs> Definitely. Um, did you actually have to wipe your mentor's butt whenever you got the information you wanted? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I heard I saw this one video. You were talking to one guy um, at like a car show, and you were like, um, "If I have to wipe your butt, I will." I was just. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I think I yeah. said if my mentor told me to like scoop up dog shit and eat it, I would. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. No, I didn't have to do it, dude. But more than anything, that was just a figure of speech for how 
you know, how ready I was to do whatever it took. You know, obviously I wouldn't break any laws or anything, but if they told me to, you know, run to the ocean and back, I would have done it because I was so all in, you know, like a not succeeding or having a plan B in case it didn't work like that didn't even exist in my mind. It was, I'm going to make it no matter what is put in front of me. And that's, that statement was just like, Hey, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And I think since I made a silly reference like that, it really stuck with people. Cause even you remember it. Cause you know, a lot of people say they're committed, but they're not. And when you say something like that and you mean it, it shows people like, damn, okay, this person is like all about the business. They're not messing around. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm trying to get to that point. Um, so trying to stay on my classes and work a full-time job. Definitely trying to do that. Every single chance that I get, I want to get there so bad. Um, what do you, don't you have a video on like what to study for the exam? Man, I'm not sure. I have so many videos now, bro. It's difficult for me to pinpoint exactly what I have. I know I've made videos on how to get your license, what to focus on and that kind of stuff. But specifically for that, I can't remember. Yeah, got you. I'll just go ahead and look back on that. But other than that, man, I, I really appreciate it. I don't want to take that much of your time, but really appreciate you letting me have you on this recording. Um, definitely can take some of this information and implement it on what I want to do. So I'm only getting one step closer each and every day. So I'm trying to get, like I said, I'm trying to get to that point. Cool, bro. Are you going to post, uh, is your podcast, have you put it out yet to like Spotify and, you know, iTunes and all that stuff or no? I will be right after this. Yes, sir. Dope. Um, I'm trying to find, I typed in while I was driving, um, a couple of notes that I wanted to mention. Um, just at the very end. Oh, um, and I'll, uh, I'll share it on my end. Yeah, actually it was the fact that once you pay attention to like who you hang around with, I'm, I'm pretty sure the phrase was, um, lions don't belong with sheep. And I'm definitely starting to realize that right now, just cause I just moved to an apartment and, um, I had asked one of my buddies, Hey, can you go? I just bought this TV brand new. Do you mind just going to grab it from the person I bought it from? I think it was on like Facebook marketplace. And he was like, no, nah, man, I'll be doing homework all day today. I'm like, okay, so you're not going to have a 10 minute break, a five minute break, a 30 minute break, just so you can just help a brother out. When last time I literally let you sleep on my couch when you had nowhere to sleep and all this stuff and definitely opened my eyes a lot more just because I don't belong with them. I wondered, always wondered why I don't fit, fit in with them. Um, and I'm, pretty sure that's the reason just because we're different in many ways yeah that's what it's about man it's not to say that the lion is better or worse than the sheep or vice versa it's just they're two different animals that do two different things that live two different ways and they don't belong together yeah Yeah, that's crazy i don't know man you're just different i just really appreciate you in so many ways and all your videos and all your podcasts definitely gonna Keep binge watching them every day. So I really appreciate it, Brian. Of course, Other bro. Thanks, thanks for having right. me, dude. Yeah, no problem. I hope we uh we can do this again sometime. Maybe I'll have everything more pulled together. Um, that way it's not so shaky. But all good, man. Yeah, just let me know. We'll do it again. Appreciate it, bro. Right. Have a good one. See you. This goes to show you that don't be afraid to ask somebody to do an interview or just take a shot and just wing it for your first time and actually do something that way next time you can improve on it and you can learn from your mistakes and you can make it better and that's what i plan to do brian already 
thankfully agreed to do this again so i definitely want to perfect my craft rewrite everything that i did and to make it golden and just cross my t's dot my eyes so thanks guys for listening and i hope you learn a lot during this video um so thanks for listening and that pretty much wraps it up thank you so much guys for listening brian's links to his team um teambcsold.com um, and also his youtube channel and instagram be sure to go and follow like all of his stuff definitely some useful information to get you on the success train that you would like to get on thank you so much guys for listening once again and you will be hearing another podcast here pretty soon thanks guys